Welcome to Digest and Invest, the podcast from eToro that brings you the top financial stories and discusses their effect on the markets. The content that will be discussed is intended for information and educational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or investment recommendation. Make sure you understand the risks involved in trading before committing any capital and never risk more than you are prepared to lose. Past performance is not an indication of future results. And now on to the podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to the Digest and Invest podcast brought to you by eToro. I am Sam North, train school lead here, uh, and I'm joined today by Sol Campbell, footballing royalty, uh, a career spanning over 600 games, 70 of those for England. He played in the 2002 World Cup where he was the only English player to get in the team of the tournament. Two years later at the Euros, also uh, in the team of the tournament there as well. He's part of the invincible winning squad for Arsenal. As an Arsenal fan, it is an absolute pleasure to be joined by Sol today. Sol, how are you? I'm good, yeah. yeah it's all, the sun's out, that's the main thing. That is the main thing, yeah. It was really cool actually getting mm. here uh, today. We listed a, a few of your uh, sort of achievements there, uh, and of course there are many more. Mm. But looking back at your, your career, if you had to sort of rank the, the top three, what would, they, what would they be? I think, you know, um, having a 20-year you know, career... Um, is definitely one of the uh, highlights for for me because just getting through 20 years of anything (laughs) (laughs) at a high level um, you know is is remarkable and uh, and also steering clear of injuries I've had my injuries but I've not had you know six months a year 18 months you know uh, injuries so that was you know lucky for me as well Um, definitely getting through all all the highs and lows Um, I think also you know, winning the double with Arsenal was 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 definitely a fantastic thing for me. Two thousand two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. two thousand one, two thousand two. Um, because I was under so much pressure as well. Um, you know, it just seemed like everybody wanted me to wanted me to bloody fail. <laughs> you know, I, I you know at that time it was it was kind of hot. Then it was really really pressure cooker scenario in London, and London's big. And yeah. for London to get really pressure cooker. You know, it's a big situation. I think people forget how how difficult that that, that time was for me as well. Um, and also winning my first cup as captain at Tottenham as well. That was good um, at Wembley, full house. So that's you know those kind of three, three things are definitely up there. Yeah. Awesome. So you, you come from quite a big family. I think you're you've got twelve brothers and sisters. Mm. Uh, coming from that big family, did that help prepare you for life as a footballer? Were you a sporting family? Was it competitive mm. growing up? No, it wasn't competitive at all. It was just competitive outside, out on the streets because it was so difficult. I grew up, you know, in East London and, yeah. you know, like 30 odd years ago, 35 years ago, it, was, it, was, it wasn't, it was quite, it was tough. Rough, yeah. But it was tough and rough and, but I had a park near me, you know, but um, it wasn't easy at all. So, you know, I think for me, what prepared me is, is really my kind of single-mindedness. Mm. It really did. You know, I had a lot of discipline, uh, when there was a lot of Ill, you know indiscipline around me as well you know and and quality was was really hard to find from schools uh, to kind of you know quality kind of facilities around around the streets and things like that you had to kind of use everything natural so you know football I didn't have loads of you know goals unless you play for your school yeah. you know put two jumpers down or, or a tree and a jumper and that's your goal things like that or jumping over school gates uh, and, and playing football mm-hmm. again uh, till you know seven o'clock eight o'clock <laughs> at night so um, that's kind of me really 
that kind of prepared me, that single-mindedness, uh, and also practice, 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 practice. But it didn't prepare me for the spotlight. That's mm. one thing. It prepared me to be single-minded and, and get to the top, or try to get to the top, or, or try to get on the path to the top. Um, but it didn't prepare me. For, it didn't prepare me for the media kind of. Um, uh, spotlight mm. um, I didn't have that I was so natural so naive so kind of um, n- normal yeah you know I just wanted to play football I didn't yeah, want to yeah, yeah. why do you have to do this I, I just want to play football you're not satisfied with just football yeah, yeah. you know why do you need to know about XYZ or whatever you know so um, you know that side was was probably um, you know difficult for me but the single mindedness of making it to the top that kind of helped me from you know the background I, I grew up in to, to get to the top, whether it be, obviously, like yourself, a 20-year uh, footballing career, or whether it be to be a top investor or mm. someone in business, how important is it to have sacrifice? And, you know, obviously, your family would have probably sacrificed things along the way. Was it, did you have the, the vision from early on that, look, I want to be at the very top level and have to sacrifice things? Or is it you sort of take it step by step to get there? Definitely step by step. Yeah. Uh, because it's not worth taking sacrifices, like, when you're, I don't know, 16 or mm. you know 16 not, not severe sacrifices yeah. and I'm at home and things like that and I go back yeah you know clubbed a little bit things like that with friends you have yeah. to you have to you have to break loose you can't yeah, be just absolutely. in all the time there are some players who are just on it and don't you know don't move an inch and train home train home train home train home and nothing yeah. but I'm not I wasn't one of those guys I, I had a little bit of life but I knew when to turn the tap off said whoa I'm out, lads. I'll see you tomorrow at school, or see you tomorrow at training, or whatever. I'm, 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 this is this is where I, I tap out, and yeah. I'm I'm going to bed to sleep. So, um, so I'm ready because I was, you know, that responsible. I had to, and I didn't in my head in who I wanted to be. I didn't know that because there was some guys at 16, 17, 18 didn't make it, and they were big clubs. So you don't know even at 16, mm. 17, 18 if you can actually make it as a professional football. You can still drop off and not get another team when you drop out of the club and then all of a sudden you're semi-pro and then you said, oh, I've had enough in 21, you're yeah. out of the game. Yeah. Were there many people yeah. at, at sort of 16, 17 that you thought they're definitely going to make it but they didn't? Yeah. Yeah. Loads. And what, would that be maybe down to not sacrificing enough or would it be a bit of bad luck? Is it mixed? Mixture, a mixture, mixture, yeah, a mixture. Yeah. A bit of bad luck. Not committing properly. Yeah. Um, probably other players caught up with them sometimes. Okay. Um, and some too much skill couldn't be bothered. Yeah. A lot of skill, but couldn't be bothered to be disciplined. Mm. You know, yeah. and you need to be disciplined in football or sporting at any high level because you're going to come against, against girls and boys, whatever you're doing, who are really at it, yeah. really disciplined. Really want it. Coach, yeah. coach really well. And yeah, they really want it. The hunger's there, and you've got to beat that. You've got to match that first, and then your talent comes in after. So if you've lost all that talent, but the other players, other players being consistent over a course of a ninety minutes or a game or whatever you're playing, that that person who's whoever wherever you are on the position or team or a singular sport. So, um, they're gonna they're gonna win at the end of the at the end of the day, or have you know a better career in that or better season that particular yeah. season. You know, yeah, got to have incredible hard work. I imagine to make it since uh, retiring, you've gone into you've done the management, you've done the punditry as well, and I guess that's more focus in the media. So mm. if you were to I don't know whether it be give advice to your younger self or to people growing up on mm. how to deal with the media, what would you what would you say now? I think now 
when I was when I was growing up, I didn't have that media training. I had to yeah. kind of work so, it. I had to work it out myself. Yeah. And then there's other guys who were attached to some bigger groups, agencies, and they had that, and that yeah. kind of helped them. Yeah. I think for me, you know, people who worked with me knew me, but outside, it was it was kind of a little bit of a blur. Um, mainly because I was just shy and I was just like, you know, I'm not that one who's going to be shouting and from the rooftops. I just allow my football uh, uh, or sport to kind of do my talking for me. Yeah. And I was thinking, well, that's enough. But then it wasn't enough for some people. They want to know more. And you get high, you get high, you get international, you start getting recognised around the world. You're playing at top players around the world. You're competing with them. You, you kind of you're kind of uh, competing and going past them and they've seen them going past other players and, and then the player against you, you're proper. Then over a course of like three, four, five years, that well, he's a top player. Yeah, yeah, and then they want more from you, things like that, when they've seen the quality around the world and you're still the same 18-year-old trying to put, hey, I'm just, <laughs> just, just let my football talk. So for me, I've maybe that made a bit, kind of people know me a little bit earlier. Yeah. Might have been, you know, but now that's there now. Yeah. Yeah. That's there now. But then also now they've got their own media sites, uh, Instagram sites, you yeah, know, Twitter, Facebook sites Twitter, and Twitter, yeah, things like that. Yeah. So they almost can just say, this is me. This is me, yeah. Check that out. Yeah. I didn't have that. Yeah. Would you, you prefer know, it like, like for, for, for instance, if I was a footballer now, yeah, I might have 10, 15, 20 million people following me, but I haven't got that. Yeah. And also I don't really want that anyway. Yeah, but yeah, I would have, yeah. I've got that. So I said, you know what, you're saying this, but this is the real me. Yeah. And then you can start, you can, now guys can even start doing their own movies now. I know, it's incredible, the followings that these people They can start doing their own movies now. Yeah. Let's move on to, to Arsenal. And I, I, over there, as an Arsenal fan, over the last couple of years, I've seen it, you've seen it, you know, Mikko Arteta's got quite a clear philosophy, I guess, to, to sort of buy these these younger players and hopefully see them, them develop. When you were at Arsenal, were there any players that were signed that maybe... You, you thought oh, they're not going to go on or they really had this potential and they developed into like amazing players. When I spoke to Lee Dixon, he was actually saying Thierry Henry. Apparently when he turned up... He, yeah, he was struggling. Yeah. Was, was, was struggling. there many players like that Is like that had, you know, really went on and, and really developed that made I mean, the that, first sport you didn't? I think mean, the only player recently that when I came in who had a real big problem was Van Persie. And really? uh, yeah, I think he, he, I think he spoke on a high performance because obviously he came in and he had, you know, not the best kind of um, reputation coming in. Yeah. And obviously Dennis was there. Yeah. And obviously Dennis is, uh, you know, is, is the Iceman, top, 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 <laughs> incredible yeah. player. Um, and uh, he needed kind of guiding and like, so, whoa, where are you going? This is, this is the way. Yeah. This yeah, is the way. Yeah. It's not over there. Yeah. It's not... This is the way. Stay yeah. on track. So needed and guidance, yeah, yeah, and then you know he's the one who came in, great kind of you know, potential. But then he really kicked on and f fabulous player, you know, uh, over over his career. You know, Robin van Persie. He's probably the one that really sticks out in my mind yeah. as a young player. Um, uh, I think uh, Colo as well came in as a young player. I kind of guided him, and you know he went on and did fantastic, did, did fantastic in, in football and for his country as well, and you know winning all sorts of things, uh, uh, you know all the way through his career and Liverpool and you know Celtic. So and now he's you know part of the coaching staff as well, so that's good. Um, so th those two players really st out. yeah stick out yeah yeah. In, in the in the dressing room was there much talk about investments or did you have people in your ear about different investment opportunities when you were playing would people talk about you know this investment whether it be like wine or property or mm. stocks was yeah. that going on a lot definitely wine definitely yeah. property uh not so much stocks and shares mm -hmm. um 
businesses like you know football businesses like uh, five side kind of uh, businesses and things like that so if you want to invest in one we're, yeah. we're doing a new one that kind of stuff um, and then you got you know the rogue stuff coming through you know that people lost a lot of money on um, you know there's a you know there's the film thing that was flying around and I think the first bit was okay but then the next bit wave in don't get involved but people got involved so um, that's that's not you know you do get a lot of things but then also the football clubs get you involved in yeah. some of those things as well and then depending on the football club if they make a mistake and they pay for it but then if the club doesn't pay for it and then that that that, that leaves the problem hanging but you 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 were the one who, who kind of suggested this <laughs> you told me to do. but now we're paying for it yeah. you know so you've got a lot of that yeah. people trying to be a bit too clever yeah one, one of eToro's uh, top USPs is copy trading where people with one click of a button can copy someone's mm. investment. So, mm. for example, if I, if people copy me and I invest in Apple, they mm. would as well. Mm. Um, would there ever have been a player that you would have trusted with your your investments? Was there anyone that you thought right, they're clued on? They know what they're doing? No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. And I think that's probably the right answer. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. just don't get involved. Yeah, no, no. I had a lot of friends who did go into financial kind of. Uh, like um, like trading, and I'm thinking, God, I know you when you when you were playing. <laughs> uh, 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 well, you know, it can you can prove prove me wrong. It can happen. Yeah. But I wasn't I wasn't going to risk it. Yeah. I remember Lee Dixon said the best uh, investment he had during his playing career was uh, from wine, where David Platt, I think, it. Yeah, Platt was in, it was yeah. massive. Yeah, but he he got it from when he went to Italy. Oh, that's okay. how, I think that's how we got into it. Oh, and then came back to us. Yeah, so, hey, yeah. Daliano, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, this is the one. And I think that's when, you know, um, that's how I think he got it. He went to Bari, then went to Sampdoria, yeah. and then that's where he got the bug, and he got, you know, you, when you're a footballer in Italy, and those, that, that was when the football in Italy was massive. They were the biggest, they were the biggest... Um, football league in, across Europe, across the world at that stage. That's when they were massive. Yeah. And then you get good people, not always good people, who love the club and say, hey, this is, you know, this wine, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and yeah. I, th- I think that's how he got into it okay. when he went to Italy. Well, it clearly worked out for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of, uh, sort of the, the things that Itoro prides itself on is community. Mm. Uh, in regards to football and maybe a changing room example, how important is it that everyone gets on with each other? Is it the be all and end all, or you know, is it as long as you get on on the match day, that's all that matters? I think for me, um, you've got to be mature enough and be professional uh-huh. because you're not going to get on with everybody. It's just like uh, you make believe land. Yeah. But the main thing is, if you've got a common goal and the manager sets it or the club sets it as well, you fit into that. You don't have to go for dinner. If it's a dinner, it's like all of you. You're not going to go to like, you know, your dinner with four or five of you or whatever because, and, you know, four of them, four of them you don't like. Yeah. It's, it, it doesn't work like that. You just avoid it. Yeah. But if it's a group thing, you join in, you be proper, be a team and, and, and you can get on. You don't have to, it's chemistry. You're not going to get on with everybody, yeah, but you've got to be professional on the pitch then it's different. I run for you, you run for me. Um, I know it doesn't always work out like that. Some people get greedy and pass to their mm-hmm. mate and say, hey, I'm free. It's a tapping. Pass to a little ball uh, you know, in a difficult situation and they miss. And well, why didn't you pass me? I'm, it's a tapping. <laughs> you know, it does happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does happen. But then the manager needs to kind of, nip, in, oh, well, yeah. next time don't do that. 
yeah. or you're off because we need to it's a team yeah. you don't need to like everybody you don't need to get on with everybody but when you're on the pitch and training and things like that you're a team yeah. and that's what it's all about yeah and I see that with Arsenal actually coming up at the moment it seems like everyone's got that, that common goal uh, final question Sol uh, mm. regarding sort of investing at the moment do, do you do a little bit yourself at the moment do you have a strategy you sort of follow I think for me at the moment you know I think it's just all about um you know, we've got a house, I've got to redevelop it and, you know, get it to some type of uh, <laughs> proper standard. Uh, I want to get that done and then I'll look at it, look at investing in two years' time. I've always invested in property. Yeah. I do that now. I'm a developer. I, I want to be back in management. I'd love to, yeah. but I need something consistent. So yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I buy and, and I redevelop um, houses. I've got a you know design company uh, and a furniture company, and um, you know I, you know got a place. In, we've got a showroom in America. I got a showroom in London here. So um, well, New York, sorry. And um, yeah, I invest in in talent, in talent, yeah. and and you know my wife is in that business as well. And she's a designer. She designs you know the furniture. So we, we've built a kind of a business, like a like a, pro, like a proper business. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I like beautiful things, and I like you know designing beautiful homes, and uh, uh, you know I did you know information technology and design realization at school. So you know I, I love architecture. Yeah. So I'm into a place that I, I love. I love all that with buildings. I, I can see things. I can't you know I didn't study for seven years, but you know I could have gone into yeah. you know be an arch an architect. So I love that that kind of looking at a house and looking at a building and seeing I can see past it. I can see what yeah. I can do with it. Uh, you know, you get the talent in, uh, but we no, that's what we do. We do you know hotels and apartments, houses and everything. Yeah, so yeah, it's still hard work. It's competition, and then there's competition. Yeah, and you got to be able to deal with that. Yeah. Just like as a footballer, you got to be able to. Hey, I'm a defender, but a team buys another defender. You got to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, and I suppose for like someone investing in a company like what you do with the property, it's all about research as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and that's when the computer stuff come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Final, mm. final, final question. Henri or Bergkamp? I can't. Both of them. <laughs> I can't, both. They're both. They're both amazing. You sit on the fence. Yeah. No. No. It's both of them. That you can't separate them. It's yin and yang. Yeah. Can't. Okay. <laughs> so thank you very much. And Cheers. remember, you can head over to the Torah Academy to find out loads more. You've been listening to Digest and Invest from Etoro. For more information, visit etoro.com. <laughs>